much to talk about today. <laughs> yeah. Finally, a week where nothing's happening. Yeah. We didn't even plan for the. We didn't even plan anything to talk about in this episode because there's just enough that we know we'll we'll make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty pretty self evident headlines going on right now. Yeah. 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 Chris uh, gave up airsoft yesterday. Instead, he sat on the roof shooting at objects in the sky all day. <laughs> yeah. he, 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 he took down four. I'm doing my it's part. Pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, I, I smashed some bugs <laughs> just in case they ended up being, you know, like intergalactic uh, monsters. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> what and, is up with the skies, fellas? I don't know. Shoot them all down. Let the nerds sort them out. <laughs> I also showered in a co-ed communal shower. Uh, also, <laughs> it's part of a extended uh, Starship Troopers reference. Oh, Sorry. boy. Okay. There okay. we go. Yeah. All right. Okay. Weirdly, no one was horned up. Yeah. No. Not, not a single one. Not a glance. That is a good part of it. As a, uh, I, I think a great, I guess you call it world building or something about like about Starship Troopers is that like everyone's hot as hell and no one's horny. It's like a good a good sign of like a fascist uh like world. Is it oh, yeah. yeah. So like everyone's at in tip top shape and no one wants to fuck because they're they they just want to kill. Battlestar like Galactica is like the release. opposite. Yeah. Everybody is also still hot as fuck, but everybody is fucking the bathrooms are unisex. Yeah. And it's working out great. And they cut off the corners of all their documents. Well, you know, that's it's the aesthetic. Looks great. The entire civilization cuts corners. It's fracking awesome. <laughs> But you know what happens when you cut corners? Uh, bad things. You get two more corners oh. for every corner that you cut. Oh, no. Oh, wow. It's but corners all the way down. Eventually, it, it appears round. Yeah, there's smooth. infinite corners. Yeah. Huh. Maybe we, we we need to cut as many corners as possible until everything's nice and smooth. <laughs> that works for me. So, uh, if I have to see the phrase Chinese spy balloon, in fact, the fact that I'm saying it and now I'm going to have to listen to it again in editing is really pissing me off. Yeah. Here's the, th- here's the thing. Here's how you can test if something is legitimately trying to spy on you. Can you see it from the ground? Is it in the sky and you can see it with the naked eye from the ground? If that's true, then it's not a pretty, it's not a very good spy anything. Yeah. It, I gotta say, there's something really weird about the uh, political imaginary of America that we, like, are just choosing to completely forget about satellites. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Like, it, the satellites are so much more effective at actually spying on things in detail. Yes. And a weather, a, a balloon, you cannot even steer a balloon. Like, you're, it, is, it is at the whims of literally the weather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, like, also, China makes every single piece of electronics that we own. So, like, if maybe they wanted to, like, throw something in us? there. Like, that was the whole thing about, like, the, the um, Huawei, like, uh, um, uh, embargo. Yeah. Right? They, they was they thought the that CEO they would... in Canada for, yeah. like, four years. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they, yeah, because they, they thought that, like, they could, like, implant stuff into our electronics. Like, 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 like then why, why have, like, a... a, a a school bus size like <laughs> device hanging from a balloon it's, over Montana. It, listen, it doesn't make any fucking listen, sense. Listen, they're dabbing on us, okay? Yeah. That, that's all it really is. And honestly, I'm really glad that Brandon showed some resolve, you know? Um, you know, not nearly fast enough. He should totally yeah. have shot down that um, totally legitimately a tool of international espionage uh, immediately. <laughs> like, you know, regardless of the consequences, because that's what you do. That's, that's how you show international uh, integrity and 
and consistency and you know you know like you've got the whip hand yeah is by shooting down anything <laughs> that your political enemies tell you you should <laughs> china is saying that it's a it was a civilian geological um, like survey exercise. Yeah, probably. And I'm just imagining like all of these, you know, like probably young Chinese kids like doing, you know, <laughs> doing a project, getting really excited about it. And they're like, oh my God, it's over America. Oh, oh man, they, they shot it down. <laughs> there was another one that like, it was basically just like wind swept them as, as, you as know, balloons, bo- want, to bo- do. balloons yeah. want to do. So there was another one in South America. I don't know. Did they shoot that one down? Is that one still? I don't I, I, no one's as crazy as us, man. I don't know. It's <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I, yeah. I mean, it was really, honestly, it's a balloon's fault for floating over the first uh, state in the Democratic primary. He's like, of course, we're going to, like, Joe Biden is going to shoot it down, like, over South Carolina. <laughs> Just, like, like, the only video I saw of it being shot down had a voice of someone going, that's my Air Force. <laughs> As like the the stream is like going towards a balloon or something, it's just like, yeah, I, I can imagine. You just like imagine like those balloons going to lots of different countries, and ours is the only one where we it got shot down. Yeah, like yeah. the rope, the hitchhiking robot that like, oh yeah, made it all through Canada and then got to the United States and was Ripped brutally apart. murdered. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like it's so silly that like the Republicans, you know, like are just. T- uh, getting high on their own supply super super hard and, and then a bunch of democrats like, yeah yeah but they're like hey do it you won't do it you won't and then brandon's like oh i'll do it yeah. <laughs> like, we are just like school children yeah like you know it's it's absolutely... three busloads worth of school children suspended from a balloon <laughs> talking about how big it is yeah. it's so big, it's so big. <laughs> i don't understand it you know what would be really scary is if it was so tiny yeah that we didn't fucking notice it spying on us yeah. that would truly be scary but think of how many trafficked kids you could put in that balloon yeah that's true you could fit like a thousand trafficked kids in that balloon what do they need a balloon? they got the tiktoks we're putting it all out there anyway yeah I don't, they don't need a balloon yeah they, they they're in every one of our pockets yeah i mean like you're absolutely correct, and it's just a such a facile, infantile, like just political and uh, you know emotional reaction that our country is having. Wait, wait, this just in: breaking news: Santa Claus has been compromised to a uh, permanent, permanent end. end. Uh, it turns out that uh, you know at sixteen fifty GMT uh, over the uh, the Yukon territory, uh, the Red Man's uh, sleigh has been uh, identified flying at forty thousand feet and um, has been taken out by an F twenty two Raptor with an AIM nine X uh, weapon system. We had a kinetic situation with Rudolph. <laughs> So, yeah, on top of the Chinese spy balloon, two UFOs, UAPs, excuse me. Yeah. UAPs. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we have to also designate <laughs> that they, they, could, they could go through multiple domains. Yes, yes right. Yes, exactly. Although never a terrain one. So far, we've only gotten air and water. Uh, that's Bigfoot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bigfoot is like a Boston Dynamics <laughs> neck. That's what they don't tell you. Bigfoot's actually a robot. <laughs> don't give them ideas, dude. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> But yeah, so um, we two UAPs, UFO UAPs. Yeah, unidentified aerial phenomenon. Yes. Uh, one, quote, car-sized, 
um, one scan around 40,000 feet, um, brought down um, by, you know, legacy aircraft that we've spent like a trillion dollars to replace, but for some reason we never use, <laughs> uh, referring to the F-35. Uh, the F-22 is stealing all of the thunder this week. Um, and yeah, and then the second one was, quote, cylindrical shaped. Uh, and brought down with um, an order from Justin Trudeau. Yeah. Got him. <laughs> Very masculine. Yeah, I mean, the, the the one that Trudeau shot down, apparently it was, like, causing planes to be delayed and stuff because it was, like, actually in airspace that airplanes used to travel. Um, but it's, again, one of those instances where the pilots are, like... They can't really seem to describe what it looked like or like they, they were confused as to how it could be aloft. Yeah. Be a, hold itself aloft. Um, it supposedly interfered with their instruments. David, I think you made the point that the instruments are just really shitty. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, if, if, if an F-35 came close to it, like just yeah. don't, don't, don't believe anything that the instruments said from that yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 UFO stopped being cool the second the government started talking about them. <laughs> like, it's it's like when your 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 mom uh, likes the kind of car you like, right? Now the right, car yeah. is not cool. It's like, no, you know, it's not cool. It, it, it's like, yeah, like uh, uh, yeah, big the, the 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 nanny. Once the nanny state likes something, it can't be cool. <laughs> and it's all just li- and now it just all reeks of like limited hangout. You know? Yeah, right. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's, and, and, all the all the all the wonder is gone. And then there's uh, one more thing that happened from NORAD, wherein they found something that um, was, like, flying really fast across their radar. And then when they went to investigate it, like, they scrambled jets for it, it was gone. It was gone. They couldn't find it. So, somebody's um, making it seem like someone's fucking with us. And, uh, I don't know, it's probably just, like, a drumbeat for... Some type of escalating conflict with either Russia or China or someone else. They're all you know? everybody. Why not? Yeah. You know what I say? Not my skies. Not my not my business. <laughs> it's none of there my business. Go. What's going on up there? Yeah. Leave it to the birds. The sky. <laughs> that's for the birds. <laughs> You're damn right. No, I'm not. You're damn right. That's supposed to be in the sky. Man was not never supposed to fly. No. Yeah. Uh, honestly, no, nothing good can happen up there. Yeah, every every trains. single thing. Oh, we should only do trains, right. really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, only do nothing trains. Nothing ever goes Wait. wrong. Yeah, you Wait. go you go up there. You go up there. What what is there? There's there's radiation. Uh, yeah, it's it's cold. Yeah, yeah. birds can get pulled into your yeah. engines. Don't, yeah. don't don't go up there. I mean, do we learn nothing from Icarus? Right. Exactly. Literally yeah. everything that's flying is flying too close to the sun. Yeah. But trains can't go wrong with yeah. a good train. <laughs> Nothing has ever gone wrong with a train. Yeah, we we uh, do stand trains on this podcast uh, for great reasons. You know, aerodynamics, efficiency, um, you know, the ability to uh, have really reliable and, uh, uh, you know, consistent high-speed transit across the ground. Um, but yeah, sometimes it doesn't go perfect. And sometimes really bad things happen. Well, you know, so obviously there's been this derailment in east palestine ohio i believe is how it's pronounced um that interestingly i've read this morning was actually the site where white noise a movie from i want to like maybe the 80s um about a like a chemical spill from a train was filmed there and the people who live in that town were extras in the movie at the time what the fuck anyway um (laughs) So, 
we'll put this in the show notes, but there's a pretty good article about um, about what like why this ha- has happened and why it will continue to happen, which is basically just these Obama era safety regulations that were gutted under the Trump administration that workers themselves have been um, really stridently calling for for to bring back for years. And um, yeah, the, I mean, so uh, every train in the United States run uh, br- use a, uses a braking system that was basically invented during the Civil War. Mm-hmm. And it, it, there's a, an air compressor at the at the front in the engine that um, when the train wants to brake, uh, uh, the air from the compressor goes through hoses throughout the train. But what that means is that it the braking starts at the front of the train. And then travels to the back, which okay. is why trains take so. Long. One of the reasons why trains take so long to slow down, also because it's just like a ton of mass moving, yeah, yeah, definitely. moving very fast, right? And so it takes a lot of energy to to slow that down. But also because the way that it breaks is like gradually across the train, mm-hmm. right? And and train um, kits have gotten bigger and bigger over the last few years do uh because all of the freight companies want to reduce costs mm-hmm. and they do that by making fewer bigger trains that that do a bunch of loops all the way around the country instead of a bunch of smaller trains going from point A to point B. Yeah, two be- mile long trains with yeah. two employees working them. Right. Yeah. And, and so you have in, instead of a quarter mile long train with, you know, three people in each train. Right. Uh, and and w- one of the many consequences of that is you have overworked people working longer trains that take longer to slow down on tracks that are being maintained less and less. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in this area, I was I was looking for a citation for this. I, I, I do re- have floating around my head that like. There, there have been several much more minor derailments in this area in, like, the last, like, five years or so. Like, this is a problem area for um, uh, uh, for, for train derailments. And, and so, in this one, we haven't been told, like, what specifically happened here that caused this derailment. But, it, yeah, it's, 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 it's an enormous... Tra- but, but this has just been, like, kind of coming up as like a thing that will happen eventually that's what the united rail workers have have basically said is that like you know like the way that the rail companies are running these trains these sorts of derailments are 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 inevitable and i mean and and, and to some degree like any accident right is inevitable with these sorts of large systems that's why you know like the insurance companies basically like run this as like an you know an option to like see how you know how many miles of train would you run before like something really terrible happens like it's almost inevitable but you can get that inevitability way pretty far out and make it less bad when it when it does happen and so like i mean like the the technology exists for like electronic pneumatic braking where like all the brakes would work you basically like charge the whole line and then the electronics like brake all the cars at the same time. Yeah, less single points of failure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we don't do that. Um, it was uh, suggested, and then the uh, after lots of lobbying from the rail companies at the Obama administration, they um, uh, basically only allowed it, they, they basically only required it for certain extremely explosive materials. Uh, this train was not considered not to be extremely, <laughs> Uh, one of those and it yeah. was and it was lessened even further with the trump trump got rid of even yeah. that yeah. yeah and so if a train derails and it's full of i don't know um 
gadgets from Chinese manufacturers bringing in Amazon treats. Treats. Yeah, if it's full of treats, no big deal. This one was not full of treats. No, it was full of the ingredients that treats require. Yes, the the the, the, the raw materials yes. of treats. Chris, I have a feeling that you're going to know a lot of stuff about this substance. Uh, no, not actually. Oh, okay. I, mean, I, I was. Uh, I didn't mean to pigeonhole you as, no, a, as it, a chemical nerd, but <laughs> uh, my understanding is that it's like um, uh, it's it's something chlorine, right? And it turns out into hydrochloric acid. When I think it, it was a vinyl chloride. Vi- yeah, vinyl chloride. It's an uncured vinyl chloride, which, yes. from what I understand, is what actually makes it so dangerous. Is the fact that it's uncured. Yeah, so it's uh, you know likely extremely uh, volatile, which is say it can turn to a vapor form very easily, and it's very reactive, which is is to say it can like fuck with organic uh, compounds, i.e., life. And like you know, the authorities are like, oh, it's fine, you know, no need for an evacuation, blah blah blah, and like this woman. Like, uh, my eight chickens in my backyard are just dead. Like, this, within the last the rivers half hour. and streams are full of dead fish yeah. and frogs. Like that I've seen TikToks. <laughs> They're telling the Chinese all about it. Um, of like just all just these you know waterways full of dead dead animals. Um, it's really fucked up. The people live there with their kids. I mean, and pets. Like yeah. it's really, and these this this substance is highly carcinogenic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, like rapid onset cancer can yeah. be caused by exposure to this to and, this substance. And now you know, forgive me. I've had a busy week. I haven't been able to look into all the details. But I heard something about the fact that they like did a conscious release of a lot of this stuff because they were worried about like a, a big explosion of it, which raises a lot of questions it's like wait so what you're worried about is it all getting out at once so instead you're gonna like let it out over the course of a couple of days like well no what, what happened was there, there was a, a fire uh-huh. um around this material and so they had a controlled demolition of it uh, instead of okay um r- releasing it but instead, instead of just it happening sometimes so they evacuated everyone and then ignited it and now we have a gigantic explosion. Like, so it was intentionally blown up. Okay. To like re- the whale. And, yeah, and released all of this terrible shit uh, with everyone being told, don't worry, it'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, but it's clearly not. <sighs> so fucking grim. Yeah. I've always thought about trains and how vulnerable every city that has heavy, you know, like freight movement of these you know volatile and reactive chemicals is and like you know when i was uh, a young person uh which is to say around 2002 2003 um i remember you know living through 9 11 and then you know the security culture at the airports and everybody freaking out about like the specter of terrorism and anthrax and all this type of shit and i guess i like self-soothed myself because i was being told to be very afraid by the fact that like I thought through how obvious it would be to attack railway infrastructure if you were trying to do terrorism in the United States and like inflict as many casualties as possible. And the fact that it didn't happen made me be like, oh, well, there's probably not that many people out there that are trying trying to do this, this, you know, because like you have miles and miles and miles of unprotected railway that runs through like all of these metropolitan areas with like, you know, gigatons of like fucked up chemicals just rolling through at any time. And, you know, we're way more vulnerable than we, uh, you know, like to think about. But the fact that there isn't like absolutely horrendous attacks on this stuff is I think, you know, it's like a sign that people 
aren't that bad, <laughs> that evil, you know, like at least not that many of them. Um, cause it's a pretty obvious, uh, weak point for us all. Yeah. I mean, so like around here, we have a freight line that terminates at the port of Albany in South Albany, uh, that, um, that then goes North to Canada and contains a lot of really dangerous shit. Like, uh, and what's really fun is it goes right by the water elite arsenal. Mm-hmm, so you mm-hmm. could imagine a situation where an enormous explosion, uh, from a derailed train causes a chain reaction to also an enormous weapons depot. Yeah. Uh, that it could like, it, like, like a, a derailment on that line could level this entire, like region or at least make it uninhabitable the way that east palestine is right now like you could you could lose like like this is an area of a million people yeah like and you could you could actually have like a million people like displaced from their home or have their like the physical in like built environment of the of of this place leveled yeah like one you know shitty landlord not maintaining their building that they want to turn into like bougie shoppies uh but in fact is like <laughs> liability uh you know like they could be responsible for you know debris falling on the train tracks at the wrong time and causing like a mass mass calamity yeah yeah they, here we're, chris is talking about like the central warehouse that we've talked about in the show before it's like enormous old cold storage facility that is just like falling apart and the person that owns it just like kind of like just keeps saying like you're not the government isn't giving me enough money to fix the thing that i bought for a song and want to make a profit off of but like the government won't give me enough money to make a profit uh it's not even they're also he's also just like they're being mean to me yeah yeah (laughs) i don't know why they keep harassing me about all these like whatever taxes and facades and blah 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 so he's just like letting shit fall on these tracks that have like vital infrastructure and like dangerous chemicals like going by them And, and 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 we're even more in danger because the other capitalist assholes that like run these trains refuse to make them safer they were just like beholden by like a bunch of rich fucks who don't want to like take responsibility they only want to get uh like privatize the the successes and the and the profits from those and then we have a government that just like refuses to do anything about it it's kind of like yeah is uh we're just at the whims of these fucking assholes we love it but i think is what is most disturbing is that people are being told to stay in their homes People are being told that it's that it's okay for them to be there. Yeah, are they being told to uh, grab duct tape and and seal up all the? <laughs> well, like, and, right? and they're like, oh, it's a shelter in place. We're not allowed to go outside. Where does the air? Homes don't make their own air. Right. Yeah. Like the air comes from somewhere. It comes from outside. Your house is not airtight. I don't know who needs to hear this, but <laughs> I mean, apparently, like state agencies are the ones who need to hear yeah, it because yeah. they're telling people to stay, and people have had to leave their pets yeah. behind. I mean, I mean, the only air that comes like that a home sort of generates is like radon coming up from underneath, <laughs> <laughs> which in the short term is safer than whatever the fuck is outside their yeah. houses right now. Yeah, it's not a, it's not good. No, it's not. Um, yeah, a lot of mass tragedy. Um, I don't know if you guys have been following at all, uh, like the video coming out of um, Turkey and Syria. Yeah, but, uh, that's, that's yeah, yeah. It's like eleven thousand people, twenty five. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah, twenty five thousand um, people dead. Probably yeah. going to keep going up because it's winter, and now like I think millions of people have been affected in the form of either direct uh, loss of their homes or otherwise like their life being totally fucked up. Yeah. And so there, there's a food crisis. There's a uh, housing crisis. 
crisis, uh, which is a shelter crisis. People are uh, being exposed and, and uh, getting really put out by the elements. Uh, but yeah, just like I was watching a bunch of a video uh, of the immediate aftermath and then the rescue efforts and like, man, it just sent me. I was like sobbing like uncontrollably yesterday watching a uh, rescue team uh, get at a, somebody who had been trapped for 104 hours. Yikes. And they were jackhammering through piles of concrete the entire time. And the idea of just like being trapped amongst, you know, dead family members and just crushed under a bunch of rubble for 104 hours, you know, pissed myself, shat myself, like no water, no like sleep, no like just and then surviving that. I don't think I'd want to come out of that. Yeah. My God. And then just like the the emotion of all of the people just like trying their fucking best in like a situation where, you know, 50 hour, you know, shifts, just like people going, just all of these people trying their absolute best to try and save like a couple people and everywhere around them, all of these people were, were lost. I saw another video earlier in the week where it was a guy like looking into like a deep crevasse within like 20, 30,000 pounds of concrete. And his wife was like in there screaming, you know, dying, being crushed. Mm -hmm. And he's like losing his mind. And no one's going to be able to get to him because the camera then pans around and literally everybody is doing this. Yeah. This like, is like this it, one of one, thousands yeah, of people it, having the exact same. All at once. Unconscionable problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And just, you know, like there's no way you can prepare for that in a way that um, it can be at all um, to scale to the need. Especially like, since like, I, I mean, you know, so like Syria's had like, you know, like the United States and Russia had like a fun time, like killing uh, Syrians there in a proxy war. So like nothing was, uh, so you can't even think about like trying to keep buildings up to code around there, right. Up to some sort of like, engineering standard to prevent that. And then in Turkey, Right. Like they, there's now a, a, a serious controversy of like the building standards in Turkey that they were allowed to build things in, on an active fault line that had absolutely no like safe, no safety, safety yeah. measures yeah. at all there. You know, it's, it's, you know, this is like a rich country that's like, you know, it's a member, a NATO member, you yeah. know, like they, and With they veto they, power. Yeah. And they have like absolutely no like, effort to maintain building safety standards uh in the in that country which I mean, is which is costing thousands of lives it would be yeah. it would be incredible if like this were the thing that to bring down erdogan it seems i it seems possible he's like this death on this scale uh in, it's not it, a good look it, yeah if, if if it's like dem demonstrably like preventable yeah that'll like change your politics real yeah quick. yeah like that that could, that could end it. This is the worst earthquake in this region for like over a hundred years. Like yeah. this is I was, like, I was going to ask like what it, it, you know, like how prevalent are earthquakes here? So I guess I don't really know very much about like the, you know, how like yeah, well-equipped they are to deal with earthquakes yeah, generally. None um, of us are, you know, seismologists with like an understanding. Of in how... another life, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I almost went into that seismology. Yeah. No. Uh, no, but 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 there there is there definitely is like an argument right now that like like this this was known to be possible as as like this level of earthquake what was is 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 
is known to happen in that region. Okay, and and that and that the it's a scandal that these buildings can't withstand it at all. Like yeah. everything being leveled. And in the middle of the dead of winter, it's just such a bad time for this kind of thing to happen. When the and war has already disrupted energy, yeah. like, uh, yeah, it's... It's really fucked up. Yeah, it's and a really bad situation. So, you know, prayers up um, for everybody going through um, such fucked up situations, you know, like whether your air has suddenly become carcinogenic in America and no helps on the way, or, uh, you know, if you just have had your entire town, village, city just absolutely leveled by a amount of shaking ground that I can't even imagine living yeah. through and experiencing like, or your daughter doesn't talk to you anymore. And there's a big balloon in the sky that you think is watching you. You know, all of us suffer in our own way. Uh, I, uh, uh, one thing that, you know, we were talking about like, you know, like the war's impact on this and like, you know, like gas prices are nuts. And uh, did either of you see Cy Hirsch, uh, oh my oh god. god! His article about <laughs> yeah. how like we like I mean like, we called it. We very clear. The United States clearly blew up the Nord Stream two pipeline. So like I, I read the whole thing. It's so fun because like this is what every leftist like as soon as that happened, yeah, every like, leftist that I America know was like, it. oh yeah, we did that. Yeah, we totally did and that. And now you know, Cy Hirsch, yeah. the absolute goat, comes yeah. out and like, yep, yeah, that's it's. Uh, so the 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 story we we can't really it's not worth spending i guess like a ton of time on it but basically a bunch of navy uh, seal divers or not seals they're just like navy divers um, yeah. navy uh, walruses yeah <laughs> uh attached a uh, um shaped explosive c4 to uh the pipeline and then had like a um a, a, at the very last minute joe Bo- joe brandon goes like uh actually i don't want it to like just go off on a timer, like I want to decide when it has to go off. So they like, I want the button. Yeah, give so, me the button. Just like, <laughs> just like the classic, like the boss changes the 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 the, the deliverable at the last minute. Sort Except of thing. with this one, there's a bunch so, of fucking C4 yeah. on a massive uh, oil pipeline. Yeah, but, yeah. natural, natural gas. gas yeah. Excuse yeah. me. But what, what was incredible is what they came up with is this like device that like it it it, it sends out these like sounds. And then the the detonator has to be dropped from a plane, and it will hear those. And once it hears those sounds, it sends another sound that is the trigger that then starts a like a two hour fuse or something <laughs> that then goes off. Operation and, Underwater Telephone. Yeah, it's, <laughs> well, that's so like Mission Impossible it's shit. A, like, it's what? a thing that the, the whole time that they put that in there, there was a significant danger that just something in the Baltic Sea, which is like very busy, a dolphin, yeah, could set that thing off. Yeah, like, like what? the whole the, time, the whole time it could have like, just went off. The sea well, is full of sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like you know, not like that's a problem. Like they wanted to blow up a pipeline, yeah. so they oh, well, did. Yeah, if they worried and, about that, then they would have used <laughs> yeah. a different method. I'm yeah. sure. And, and you know, like this is just proof that like Brandon takes climate change extremely seriously. <laughs> He's and, an eco-terrorist. Yeah, he's the first eco-terrorist Yeah, he president. was just waiting to become president so he could truly flex his, his muscles yeah. on yeah. eco-terrorism. Um, but but what, what's incredible that, like, I guess, like, I, I'm surprised no one, like, just, like, showed the, showed these clips instantly as soon as the, um, uh, it, it's, as soon as it happened. Was like, there, there are direct quotes from both Joe Brandon and Victoria Newland, both saying, like, like, before the Ukraine war started, like if Russia invades, Nord Stream Two will be put to an end. Like they, yes. ju- they just said we are going to do that, and then and then it happened, and it was like, who did it? Well, what it, happened? The the reporter uh, during a press conference was like, um, 
how how are you going to do that in a country that you don't have any control over? And he's like, don't worry, it won't happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Moving from state-sanctioned infrastructure sabotage to non-state-sanctioned right, yes. uh, infrastructure sabotage. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, Not officially state-sanctioned. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Or at least uh, until Cy Hirsch does a, an article about this, too. Yeah. But until, uh, until then, we, we only have the limited hangout of Vice News. What a great blogger, Cy Hirsch. <laughs> Cy Hirsch, yeah. <laughs> Who was that who called him a blogger? It was like some, uh, I saw some like younger journalist, um, quote unquote journalist talking uh, about, you know, talking shit on Cy Hirsch and as, as, a, like, as like a kook and a, yeah. you know, um, and it was actually Glenn Greenwald too. I, I still follow. I don't, he's, I know he's like, another not, I know he's, <laughs> <laughs> I know he's not the man that he once was, but he was just, he was kind of like, who the fuck are you to say this about Cy Hirsch? Yep. Anyway. Yeah, it was like broken like every major story about the like, about government cover ups for like fifty years. Yeah, that's incredible. What an incredible like list. The of hubris. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but also just like an incredible career from like the My Lai massacre to Watergate to uh, Osama bin Laden. Uh, and and I, I, in fact, like the the I, I feel like the the response to Cy Hirsch's revelations, like the public response to it, and the government's response to it, is like a good like indicator of how far we're slipping. Oh yeah, we're like Cy Hirsch had to publish that thing that we were just talking about <laughs> on fucking Substack. Like, yeah, like people like 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 the New York Times won't won't publish him anymore. Well, yeah, so I mean up. they can't. Yeah, they can't yeah. publish that Joe Brandon blew up Nord Stream. Like, yeah, but they they used to publish stuff that was equally damaging about like you know yeah like government sanctioned massacres in Cambodia and Vietnam that like fundamentally dis like destroyed public trust in those operations. Like that's that's huge. yeah. But I wonder if in like five years maybe they would have published it or something under maybe. a different president when when Russia when the war is no longer like ongoing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's complete impossibility of changing anything. Then yeah, isn't that usually yeah. when the New York Times publishes yeah. something that's like now, totally definitely now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So is like Brandon gonna get the bill for like fixing the Nord Stream? <laughs> <laughs> the gas problem just is like uh here you go yeah yeah uh, you, you gotta love it international rules-based order you yeah know? it's yeah. it's wonderful so actually i the, so the the Nord Stream two is is owned by a subsidiary company that's like 50 51 percent gas problem and then 49 percent like these other companies are like french german and uh like a few other countries it's like i it's just like so incredible being a United States ally. It's just like we're just like well, we might blow up your shit, uh, but it's for your own good. Like, oh God, it sucks so bad. Anyway, it sucks no, to be cool. it sucks to be in this country too, uh, because ne a neo Nazi couple was arrested for allegedly uh, plotting to attack the power grid around D Baltimore, uh, um, because for racist reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They they wanted to quote completely destroy this whole city. They basically had targeted these five um, energy substations around Baltimore that they were planning to um, you know destroy. They they were going to use like firearms and explosives to destroy these uh, these substations. And 
the feds that they were working with finally decided to call him in. Well, it, I, you love to see it done before it's done, you know? Sure. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to after, I'll which has it. been, you know, a lot of the recent ones. But it is another instance of them being like, look at these people who we caught trying to uh, ask us for help plotting a really terrible terrorist attack. Isn't that crazy that yeah. they were reaching out to us to help them? We were like, what? No, what? <laughs> no, I was walking man. down the street and they, they were like, yo, that. brother, uh, could, could you help me out? I'm looking to uh, destroy the infrastructure for a whole city. I'd like to purchase some illegal firearms for a, for a white supremacist terrorist attack. Do you know anybody? Yeah, let me give you my buddy's uh, signal number. <laughs> That's literally where they were talking. They were talk- they, It's like an undisclosed encrypted chat yeah, yeah, it's shared probably, signal. It's signal. Because it's a fucking yeah. honeypot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for that, you can go back to our, our, our episode with uh, Yasha Levine, and, uh, author of the book Surveillance Valley, where he says as much signal, yeah. signals a honeypot, which, you know, maybe, probably. 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 I mean, you know, yeah. like, it's free... If you truly want to say something without the government knowing, use this app. Go out into a field with no electronic devices yeah. around you and say it there. Yeah, and just make sure there isn't like a large balloon over there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, like Honey Pot or not, it's pretty good app, but except that now they're not letting SMSs be sent. Like they keep warning me, but they don't tell me exactly what day. They're like, hey, by the way, um, you can't send any more regular text through this app anymore. And it's been my default communication app for, I don't know, like 10 years now. And, uh, yeah. No, really? I, I didn't even know you could you send SMS. It's, a, it's an Android thing. Oh, it's an Android thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, an, it's an the only can, SMS app I use. Yeah. On Android, you can select what's your default I see. SMS uh, but, messaging you know, app. It's got really great vid chat for free. Yeah. I like Signal. <laughs> it, saves, it saves media for just the right amount of time. Yeah. Like it saves media for, you know, like 60 days or something. So it's not take. Anyway, this is an advertisement for Sigma. <laughs> uh, um, use the offer code. I read 420 <laughs> <laughs> to use the free app signal. Uh, um, so um, Brandon Clint Russell. Okay. And Sarah Beth Clint Daniel. Okay. Uh, this is what a couple. name. Clint Daniel. Yeah. Clint Daniel. Yeah. Uh, that is the most white trash set of names I, I think yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah. Just so, just so we're clear on. Yeah, that. let's not go, Brandon. Yeah. yeah, okay. Which we can say because at least Clen Daniel is from the I four corridor of Florida. So, yes. so Brittany, and Brittany I, can say I, that. I can say that. You yeah, can't get say that. game recognized game. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, uh, yeah, it, it it definitely is a situation where like both of them were messaging an FBI agent. They're like, we really want to do this. And they're like, let me help you. And then like, as soon as when they got closer to doing it, they, you know, grabbed him. So just another instance of, of entrapment by our, our federal government. But at least this time, I, but did they reach out at first? Like who made first contact? Yeah. They don't say. Was the FBI agent like you up? Well, so the thing is, this guy's the founder of Adam Waffen. He's a founder? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) In, I think, 2012 or something, 2012, 2013, he's a former National Guardsman. Yeah. What yeah. a so, fucking so, loser. Yeah. So, this is not an instance where you get, like, someone who has, like, some, like, mental illness that, like, keeps saying that they want to, like, blow up a post office and then, like, yeah. an FBI agent just, like, keeps giving them the next thing to be able to do it yeah. and then arrest them. Like, this is, this this is someone that probably, like, 
had the had the the wherewithal the means to 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 do it he's like, been building one of the largest like networks of white supremacy in the united states for over a decade so you know he's not he yeah they they didn't just like pull him out of a uh a, you know chemistry class and be like hey man you you not like the government this guy's real shit yeah and, and at least or even if like he was like a total fuck up and they uh like had some sort of mental health issue for hating the government <laughs> i don't know how to put that <laughs> yeah, but he, he is definitely ideologically motivated which I, I, is the thing that like makes me feel okay with you know like him maybe he had a framed like, photo being, of timothy mcveigh tim, like yeah yeah, yeah. Or, for a while no i think she had a framed photo of timothy mcveigh uh yes yeah uh, also the unabomber and hitler and andrews brevik so yeah definitely Wow, what a what a family photo hallway! You yeah, know, you right, go yeah. you, you go down the hallway <laughs> to real. the to the bathroom, and it's just you know all your all the greats. So uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, he uh, he directed the FBI source to white supremacist reading material, offered instructions on how to attack substations. Uh, he said everyone is using electricity to either heat or cool their homes, and so that's why it's a it's a great time to like you know like when it's cold to go after them because it will cause the most. Uh, Pain and suffering. Uh, pain and suffering and damage, yeah. Um, and the, he's just targeting Baltimore because yeah, it's black? it's black, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I think she lived there. Okay. Uh, like, yeah. I think he was from Tampa, she she was from Baltimore. No, no, she's from the Orlando, she's from Orlando. Oh, even worse. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Is yeah. there, like, a white supremacist, like, bumble? <laughs> like, how did the fuck did these two meet? <laughs> yeah. They met somehow because they were both in, in prison. prison. Yeah, I, that's what the article says. It would just make any... It was, it was a co-ed prison? Like, what the... Yeah. I don't understand what... The, maybe, like, there's, like, a... Like, kite things between the two. The, yeah. Like, Could two some kind of pen petter... Pe- pen petter? Pen pal system? Yeah. You know, yeah that, something like that? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. And so, was she imprisoned for also, like, starting a Nazi organization? Yeah, it was like petty, he wasn't in prison for that. Yeah. He was... She was imprisoned for, um... Like, Armed robbery, yeah, robbery, I think, yeah. and he was imprisoned for something to do with explosives, um, like illegal, like have illegally having explosives or something like that. But you know, just white, just white nationalist shit. Yeah. So all the shit that white nationalists—it's not illegal to be a white nationalist. It's just illegal to get money the way that they usually do, mm. which is by stealing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably one of the, one of the uh, uh, sadder things about this is like so that they had written a manifesto, or one of them had written a manifesto in, in Google Docs. <laughs> And, classic, classic. Yeah, uh, yeah, and um, and 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 it was like found by FBI, and it's you know it starts with like if you've reading if you're reading this, I have succeeded or something like that. So it's like yeah, it's too bad. <laughs> it's like, yeah. You never you never want your letter that says like if you're reading this, I succeeded to be released, and you have not succeeded. Yeah, yeah. that sucks. that's 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 real, embarrassing. That's a real uh, white supremacist egg, egg, on, egg your on your face. Your face. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're reading this, I either succeeded or I lost at the War of the Brandons. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, but so th- this is one foiled plot, but there are, but we've covered the one in Pacific Northwest and another one uh, in North Carolina. Yep. Uh, that are still completely unsolved. That are, uh, is, a, it's a very similar tactic of attacking these substations uh, that were carried out, um, not at the, at the scale that this one was planned. They wanted to do five that would take out like a whole city they you know these are kind of like scattershot in a couple different places um but yeah this is like now a a tactic that 
that at least uh, domestic white supremacist right wing terrorists have, have seemed to like be interested in in doing. I think at least I think at least the North Carolina one was supposed to be supposed to coincide with them like some like drag queen story hour yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 so fucking stupid the whole thing. Yeah, but like you know, this is just really terrifying because eventually these nincompoops are just going to learn to keep their fucking mouths shut and stop talking to FBI agents and then just do it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that's going to be really, really bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, I, you, we can only hope that like white supremacists get like infected with the same sort of brain rot that like the left has of like, it, you got to be a celebrity um, like activist. Like you have to be constantly mm-hmm. telling people like the thing that you're about to do, and that like a metric for success is how much you're on the news. They need to get that. Well, didn't they the the, the Richard uh, Spencer, um, you know, era of yeah, like, like they went through that. the right. Yeah, like, they definitely got that virus for a bit. Now, yeah. now they're like, oh shit, um, Brandon's in charge, and we have to go underground because they stopped the steal, and uh, it's uh, it's now up to us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, fuck. I mean, you know, it's hard to, uh, you know, without wanting to puke, um, cheer the FBI at, uh, doing anything, but, um, yeah, glad this guy is, uh, not going to be successful with this particular attack on American infrastructure for hyper racist reasons. Yeah. 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 It is crazy just how vulnerable we are all the time. Yeah. Like this whole episode is just, I feel like one big, uh, like anxiety inducing recognition of how vulnerable yeah. we all are yeah. to, you know, chaos and destruction. It, I think that vulnerability is extremely real and hopefully it can be, you know, a leverage point for like true compassion and solidarity. Like, because, you know, there, but for the grace of there not being a lot of incredibly shitty people, we go and we survive and we take care of one another. And like, it's pretty cool that as vulnerable as we are, we aren't just like, you know, taken out and, uh, hopefully that's maintained for a while. And I don't know, maybe I'd like that to continue going on for as long as, <laughs> as long as we can manage it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, maybe the, the nature of people that, uh, you know, results in us not just being in a giant conflagration can, you know, turn towards even more improvement, you know, like maybe we can get climate change under control. Maybe we can put an end to the worst of the greed of international global capitalism. Like maybe we can figure out how to build uh, heaven on earth. All right. Well, you know, if we can just avoid the bomb trains, um, I'll be happy with yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> There's like, the, it's like often said saying where like, uh, if, um, the, like conspiracy theories are comforting because it says that like someone is in control. It's mm-hmm. like a malevolent force, but there's still control over the universe. Mm-hmm. And like, you, I, th- I feel like we could also encourage each other to uh, take comfort in the fact that it really does seem like no one is con- in control and look at like, there is a lot of death and destruction, but also like, look at all of the trains that have not been bombed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? And look like, at all oh. the people that are willing yeah. to, you know, do insane hours, um, you know, to rescue like one person yeah. under like hundred thousand pounds of rubble. Like, yeah. That's the, the Mr. Rogers invective to like, you know, when something bad happens, lo- look, look for the look, helpers. Look for the helpers. Look for the helpers. Yeah. 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 That's and, like, true. Yeah. I really wasn't prepared to have the emotional reaction I had yesterday. Like, you know, just the, the, 
just a snapshot of humanity that is, you know, on display when things are at their worst. It just totally just hit me. And yeah, I don't know, like in a way it was healing. It's like things are really bad, but, um, there are a lot of helpers. There's a lot of people that want to do well. And, uh, I think that, you know, gives me a uh, reason for hope. Are you guys ready for a wildflower? Oh this, yeah. This a, it's a little unconventional for us. But it is the story of Esme and Mala, two lesbian goth foxes who are bonded at the Save a Fox Rescue in Faribault, Minnesota. Esme and Mala are inseparable. Um, There's video in the article that I'll keep in the show notes. um, (laughs) There's video of one of the girls has to have like surgery or she injures her foot and she has to heal. And so they were... um, away from she had to stay inside for like a few weeks and they reintroduced the two to each other and it's extremely fucking cute um so they're black and white bonded female foxes and they uh have the same like interactions that bonded like many foxes are bonded pairs like couples that reproduce Mm -hmm. you know male and female um they have the same interactions that like a bonded male and female couple would have fox flirting and all yeah, like they they chirp at each other. I I highly recommend that you watch the video. Do you guys want to see it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I tried, of course to, I, do. I tried to watch it, but of course the ad breaks the video. I um, love it. Yeah, it's really really cute. So yeah, watch the video. I'll put it in the comments. Anyway, um, that I don't, that's all I got. There's these goth lesbian foxes that are really beautiful, and they love each other so much in Minnesota. And we stand, we stand every goth lesbian foxy queen. Absolutely. I mean, like, look at them. Look at how fucking cool they look. They look very cool. They I didn't know that cool. was a. I didn't know that was a fox trim option. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to uh, say uh, apologies to all the listeners. The reason why we didn't get an episode out last week was that I was taking a little vacay, and I went up uh, north to uh, our neighbor, uh, Canada, uh, and uh, you know things aren't good, folks. Justin Trudeau. Letting car theft in Montreal get totally out of control. Um, yeah, uh, we got our car stolen. Yeah, in, uh, very Montreal. retro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, out, very like, 2002. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it fucking sucked. We were up there to see uh, friends of the pod, uh, True and On, and uh, they did an awesome, awesome show. Uh, and uh, Young Chomsky, what a snack! Oh, and a half, yeah, yeah, and Liz as well. <laughs> Just gorgeous. Uh, but yeah, no, just Brace amazing. Is, Brace, Brace is, is very too. funny. Brace is very, very funny. And we, we love we love him. Uh, but yeah, no, it was a wonderful show. Uh, and Montreal was super dope. I uh, had a lot of poutine. Everything was fucking awesome. Uh, but do not drive a CRV into Montreal. Uh, apparently 6,000 of them were stolen over the last year uh, in a city of 2 million. So that's a lot. That's, I think, six per or three per thousand or so. So, like one per 300. So, you have like a 0.3 chance, uh, percent chance of getting your car stolen uh, if you drive a CRV within a calendar year in Montreal. Christ. And, like, they uh, apparently, the place that we had to go to the police station, you know, which I'm loathe to do, but that's the thing you do when your car is stolen. Yeah, you don't have a choice. And um, it, they were very nonchalant about it. They're like, oh, yeah, we actually got a, a second CRV stolen from the same neighborhood already this morning. And wouldn't you know it, they already recovered it and then within less than a half hour of us reporting that the car was stolen 
Uh, it was recovered 45 minutes across town. Um, you Got know, it. Yeah, gutted. Uh, that you sounds know. unsuspicious. Yeah, right, certainly yeah. unsuspicious. Uh, and yeah, it definitely seems like there's a whole racket up there. Um, yeah. And that, you know, yeah, it's uh, it's it's not fun. Don't but, drive you know, your CRV there, folks. It's not yeah, safe. Not at all. Uh, and it turns out like all these of like, you know, electronic fob things are, you know, very... Um, uh, in, hard to steal for like your average, just you know, desperate person on the street that might be trying to steal a car. It's like hard, hard to hotwire, etc. But if you're an organized criminal and you have tools, they're incredibly easy to steal. Sure, yeah. Like you, I don't even know the exact technology, but um, th- they had to like pop the little like cap off and like insert something into it. So I don't think they like did the the equivalent of like password sniffing with like a directional antenna to like find the fob because we were also parked like three blocks away from where we were staying because that was like the closest legal parking we could find um but yeah you know it's just like i have no idea what do we could have done to avoid (laughs) having the car stolen other than just not driving that specific car into that city but uh now whenever i go to a new city with a car i'm gonna look up what's the most stolen yeah what's getting stolen around here (laughs) you know maybe get a low jack yeah if they still make those yeah. So anyway, one of those arm bars. A little PSA. Uh, oh, oh yeah, the yeah the oh, club. Oh, the, the club. Using it, the club. My mom had a club. Yeah. When we had a, a, a Camaro. How does that work? It just keeps you from being able to turn the wheel. Yeah. 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 Oh. It, it, it's it, really it physically long. hits the the windshield, so you, it, it's like impossible to turn. Yeah, unless you have like a Dremel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. Like an, it's more like it's, an angle grinder. It's like yeah. A, it's like a bike thing you know like, like the it's thick steel yeah. like it's yeah, yeah. so uh, apparently the whole racket is about actually exporting the cars and so like they park it in a secondary location and if like it's not immediately like found by these retrieval experts <laughs> that are really good at finding stolen cars for some reason uh in a gigantic city um it then uh i guess it ends up on a shipping container which is like the fate of a lot of them and then they go off to some other country where they're sold for you know, pretty much like more than they're sold here. Or but, probably less than they're sold here, but much more than it costs them to get it there. Yeah. Something like that. Just it's, it's a, it's a big, uh, industry in, uh, Montreal and probably a lot of other cities. Um, uh, so, yeah. it's going to end up like with a, like a gun mounted turret in, <laughs> in Algeria or something. <laughs> uh, but All yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, we're going to record a, a bonus episode today. Mm-hmm. It's going to be about, we're going to talk about Amazon. Yeah. We're going to talk about men. Hell yeah. What's, what's going on with you guys? You know, we, we really need to figure it out. It's not okay. Some of the shit that I'm seeing on the internet, it doesn't seem like you guys are doing all right. Nope. So we're going to talk about that. Um, I don't know, a couple of things, get loose, get goofy with it. This was kind of serious episode, so I think we'll do a not yeah. that. You have to for pay the next us to not two be hours. serious. Yeah, if you want to hear us have a good time, you're going to want to head over to patreon.com slash ironweeds. For a dollar a month, you can hear us uh, have fun. Yeah, and thanks for all the new patrons. Um, oh, yeah, thank you. Welcome to the fold. Welcome, you're, welcome. You're beautiful. We love you. And in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. Ironweeds Pod. And on Instagram, where I'm about to post a picture of the cutest picture of Chris and little baby karma. Aww. And, okay, yeah, it's on Instagram also. <laughs> Ironweeds Pod. <laughs> and send us an email, why don't you, at Ironweeds Pod. At, at gmail.com. Gmail. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace.